Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. We just want to get better. You know, we know that at the end of the day, it's going to be about the playoffs. And uh, we know that, you know, we need a regular season. You know, with all-style basketball, if it's going to happen, it's not going to translate to playoffs. That's why we try to use all the situations to uh, get better, try to get better, try to play the wide way, try to use our strength. Enjoy the, enjoy the season, enjoy the journey, and use every night to get better. Rudy Gobert's biggest takeaway from the start of the season, it's about the playoffs, PK. Six down, 76 to go. They can get to the stuff that really, the stakes get really high. Well, you need the regular season to be prepared for the playoffs, though, when you think about it, don't you? I, I think you do. Yes. I'm going to ignore that and move on. The Why Sacramento would you ignore Kings. that? I mean, it's just the only thing I can... Re- uh, my summation of your ignorance and your ignorance is simply a jealousy. Yeah, I like that, your ignorance. <laughs> Yak, I've had it with your ignorance. Quit staring at the computer. Right. Make eye contact over here. That's your problem. Ah. Your problem. <laughs> and, and let's call it like it is the Western Conference friggin' Player of the Week or something like that, isn't it? Yep, that's what it is, exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Western Conference Player of the Week. That's like giving Corner Canyon another trophy, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you know. What do you get for that? Uh, Pat on the back. No, it's NBA. Certificate. $25,000 raise. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Pocket change. Jazz and the Kings tonight. It's a one-game homestand. Flying through town like it's a road game. Uh, When when you think about it, all of life is a one-game homestand. (laughs) Okay. If you take it that way, you'll find yourself being successful in the playoffs. Wee wee. Sacramento Kings come in with a 3-3 three and three record. All three of the wins on the road, so the road court advantage. Weird. It's things you can't explain. That's like the Lincoln-Kennedy thing, the Kennedy-Lincoln thing, and, you know, all the, all the things going back and forth. The Kings are 3-0. Oh, 3-1 and one on the road. 0-2 oh. oh at home. Uh, well, Jazz and Warriors, two best teams in the West by record right now. Went in and beat them in Sacramento. Mm, it's always tough to go in in Sacramento and win. Big win for the Kings was going into Phoenix this year and getting oh, that win. Oh, yeah, in Phoenix, yeah. At the buzzer, even. Jazz and the Kings tonight, 7 o'clock. Coverage on the Zone Sports Network begins at 6 with Jazz Game Night, the pregame show. Rudy Gay is the only player on the Jazz Injury Report still recovering from heel surgery. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Clippers rally beat the Thunder 99-94 last night. Paul George, a big fourth quarter. He goes for 32 points as the Clippers get off the deck and get the win. couple other fourth quarter rallies and or collapses, depending on how you want to look at it. How about that fourth quarter for Boston, PK? Outscored by Chicago, 39-11. to 
That's rare in a single quarter, let alone the fourth quarter. You're outscored by 28 points. When I seen that last night, I thought, wow, man. That's a collapse right there. I wonder uh, where that ranks. Some sports bureau should have that somewhere. They <laughs> can get right that's, on that's that. That's amazing to be outscored by 28 in a quarter, especially the fourth quarter. The Clippers' fourth quarter was pretty good on the Thunder. They were down eight and won by five, 33-20. But 39-11, to you're down 14. And you come back and win by 14. Bulls now with the best record in the NBA. They improved to 6-1. and one. And the other big fourth quarter was the Orlando Magic getting Minnesota. 43-19, hammered them in the fourth. and won the game 115-97. to Denver Nuggets on the road, getting beat in Memphis. Both teams 4-3 and three now. Grizzlies win 106-97. Portland Trailblazers woes continue. Damian Lillard's shooting woes continue. He was 2 of 9 from 3. Finished with 20 points. So did McCollum. Yeah, Philly they're... playing without Embiid. Well, yeah, big deal. They got Niang. They got Niang, and he went off. He had a game. He's finally, I'm finally set free. 20, 21 points, five rebounds. Somebody who's got faith in me, man. Look at me go. Not the ninth guy uh, coming in off the bench for 12 minutes. I'm a Cadillac now. <laughs> he played 31 minutes. <laughs> Where's my caddy? That's what they're saying in Philly. He had a big game. So did Seth Curry. Seth Curry had 23 in that game. Philly gets a win without Embiid. Good. New Orleans Pelicans forward, Zion Williamson, progressing in his recovery from a fractured right foot. He'll be reevaluated in two to three weeks. So what? He's out for a while. And then when he comes back, he'll get hurt again. This is like just Greg Oden on steroids here. James Wiseman has been cleared to participate in full team practices. He was limited in 39 games last year. Meniscus tear. But he's back for practice now. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Kansas City Chiefs get back to 500. They are 4-4 four and four after eking out a 20-17 win over the Giants with a couple of fourth quarter field goals. Mahomes throws for 275 yards, throws an end zone pick. Kelsey fumbles when they had a drive going and looked like they were about to score. Penalties and turnovers, still a problem for the Chiefs. Good enough to beat the Giants, but the schedule's going to get a lot tougher very quickly here, and they do not look good enough to handle it. We'll see if they can keep improving, but three straight trips to the AFC title game is a good run. They're in trouble right now at 4-4. Look at you pumping up your Chargers. I see what you're doing. Yeah, it's the Raiders. Deserve pumping up. No, you're thinking of Chargers coming along on the outside, downgrading the Chiefs. You've always had a thing against Andy Reid. <laughs> Broncos and Chiefs, both 4-4. Four and four. Chargers are 4-3, and three, half game in front of them. And then the Raiders lead the division of 5-2. and two. Broncos wave, are trading eight-time Pro Bowl linebacker and defensive end Von Miller to the Rams. They get a second-round draft pick. They get a third-round draft pick. They're going to pay $9 million of his $9.7 million salary. And he will go to the Rams and... Try to improve their pass rush. Rams 7-1. and one, Pushing their chips to the middle of the table. Go to draft They want to they win the Super Bowl. They want to do it now. Stafford's no spring chicken. They got it going. 
Go for it. Well, neither is Vaughn Miller of NFL-wise. True story. Let's see, like 32-ish? Yeah, and his deal was going to be up, so the Broncos were going to pay him the money, so that's what they had to do to get the draft picks. They figured he was out of there anyway. See you later. Goodbye. He was going to go? He was going to leave at the end of the year, I think. Hasta la vista? (laughs) Yes. Russell Wilson had the pin removed from his surgically repaired right middle finger. Key step in his return from the worst injury of his career. Packers coming up on the 14th after their bye week. We'll see if he's cleared for that or if he's going to need another week or two. Also waiting to see if the Saints are going to get Taysom Hill back. Right now, it looks like the odds are good. He's in concussion protocol. Obviously, Jameis Winston is out. ACL and MCL tear. So his season is done. Saints are 5-2, and two, position themselves uh, nicely here with a good start, but still 10 games to go. If you count them. Titans running back Derrick Henry out indefinitely, injured right foot. Team signing 36-year-old Adrian Peterson as part of their plan to replace Henry's production in the interim. Yeah. Well, Grable looked at him and said, Yo, Adrian. <laughs> he said, Yeah. Next thing you know, boom, they're in the ring together. Titans 6-2, best record in the AFC by a half game right now. But that's obviously a massive loss for them. Oh, big time. Certainly, man. DJ, DJ. DJ going on? Right. It's yep. interesting to see what they do, you know, because obviously he's been so good and so integral, and the team knows what they're doing with him running the ball. You wonder how much of it, He's great. There's no doubt about it. But you wonder how much of him is that's the way they play. So I don't know that you can necessarily plug and replace to that level. But to what level can you plug and replace? That's something that I'm fascinated to see. And how much more, I mean, is the passing game capable more and they just didn't do it because the running game was so good with him? And so the passing game can pick up some of the slack? Or the passing game was good because of him. It's all play action. Everything's focused on him. And now it's going to be a lot harder to throw the ball. Uh Uh-huh. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. College football playoff rankings will be revealed this evening on ESPN beginning at 5 o'clock. There will be much ringing of hands, PK. Who will get treated right? Who will get the shaft? And to a certain degree, even if they're really good to Alabama, it doesn't matter because if Bama loses to Georgia in the title game with two losses, they'll be out, won't they? Well, there's no shaft to be given now. Too early. This is where our side of the country just has a collective yawn. Because they're going to, except for possibly Oklahoma, everybody uh, west of the Mississippi is. Well, Oregon still has a shot. We're going to find out tonight they're going to rank them like 10th behind everybody. Thanks for winning Ohio State. It doesn't matter. Every game matters. Unless the Pac-12 wins on the road. Then blow it off. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's too early to, to, to draw any conclusions. And the Pac-12 isn't good this year. There's no other way to say it. That's true. But if Oregon doesn't debut well now because the Pac-12 isn't good, because they're going to be beating a lot of three, four, five, six lost teams, are they going to move up? I mean, Ohio State well, has a chance to move up. If that's your they got Michigan and Michigan State at the end of their schedule. Win those games, you can move up. Washington Huskies head coach Jimmy Lake on Monday talking about Oregon. As a top on-field rival, but he doesn't think the rivalry extends the recruiting trail. Well, he brought up academics. We're recruiting against like-minded academic teams. Yes. No, we did. 
What, what University of Washington, Notre Dame, Stanford, USC. We go toe-to-toe all the way to the end with those schools. We lose, but we go toe-to-toe. <laughs> In our world, we battle more academically biased teams. Yeah. You dummies. <laughs> that, that's all well and good. You got to beat Oregon. The fans don't care about your academics. You can get your sociology degree all you want. Or you can get your doctorate while you're still an undergrad, which is impossible, but you get the point, undergrad eligibility-wise. But the fans don't really care about that. Land-grant research institution, blah, 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 blah. Show me the W. That's all that matters. I want to stand and cheer while my guy runs into the end zone. We have two distinct sections, and the football fans... Who cares what your kids are doing? Just don't don't cheat academically. Really, that's it. Cheating now. That's all that matters. Did you cheat academically? Did you break the law? Which is not cheating. I mean, that's an entirely different thing. Don't break the law. Don't cheat academically. And everything else is good. Yeah, all that whole money under the table thing. Now you got the NIL, so that's good to go. We don't and, gonna, and you're recruiting. You're cheating. Uh, as long as you win. I mean, Kansas has been under investigation basketball for like 42 years now. <laughs> They've replaced Arizona, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and what has happened? I'm going to be dead by the time they reach any conclusion to this. And they just had a kid in front of their basketball team get a DUI. And he'll miss a half of practice. And then they'll go on. Some game that they were going to win anyway. And Lake can... T- he can't say, you know, we're seven and zero or eight and zero or nine and one or whatever. So take a shot at Oregon's academics. What do freaking do? He can't say that. They're five and uh, they're uh, four and four. Sorry, they lost to friggin' Montana, yeah. and they needed a late rally to beat Arizona. Ooh. And Oregon's won fourteen of the last sixteen. They'll be going for fifteen of seventeen and three in a row in this uh, rivalry now. All right, weird story of the night. Texas special teams coordinator Jeff Banks. Shock the monkey! (laughs) Left his wife for a pole dancer who goes by the stage name Pole Assassin. True story. Freaking stole my college nickname. Had her pole pole assassin. Yeah, that ticks me off. Gosh, had her, right? had her emotional support monkey, a phrase I never thought I'd utter on the radio. Well, you have yours, though, don't you? Nope. <laughs> had her emotional support monkey seriously injure a trick-or-treater. The monkey bit a kid. That's where you're supposed to scream, shock the monkey. I already did. It hurt my throat. Okay. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. No distractions, guys. Hey, love is love. Who am I? You know, I got all my neighbors. Love is love. Love who you want. And now we're going to make fun of Pole Assassin? You're supposed to love who you want. No distractions. Right? Hey, coach. Did his girlfriend's uh, emotional support monkey bite a kid? That's a distraction, man. The whole team's laughing. She took to Twitter to defend herself. Now they've all been deleted. Do not talk about that. Texas A&M, you know they got all the screenshots, right? <laughs> oh, there's probably millions of people have a screenshot now. What did she say? Claiming that he went past the part that he was not supposed to go to, stuck his finger in a cage that he wasn't supposed to even approach, had a do not enter sign, all kinds of stuff. 
Hmm. We got to get to the bottom of this. I just want to say emotional support, monkey. Go ahead. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Game six. Astros and Braves in Houston tonight. Atlanta going to close it out, PK, or yet another opportunity slips away? I don't know, man. Six o'clock on Fox. Oakland A's sent a survey, emailed a survey to fans of their AAA affiliate in Las Vegas to gauge whether an MLB team would get support in Southern Nevada. They got enough people there to buy more $50 and $75 tickets to see baseball? Build another stadium? No, you're going to have to win, that's for sure. Football, you can cash in. People following the Raiders. Coming into town for a game here and there. Got people in L.A. and Oakland and Vegas and the visiting team. Man, baseball, 82 games. That's a lot more tickets to sell. Well, 81. if they get Greg Maddox as the president and Bryce Harper as the player. <laughs> uh, anybody with a Vegas tie. Chris Bryant, Joey Gallo. Does Brent Musburger want to call baseball games? 82 years old. That's uh, a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> what is trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's... Shamrock Plumbing. Frank Dolce coming up at 8 o'clock. Our Utah football insider analyst for the Zone Sports Network. We'll talk with him at 8. Dylan Cauley, former BYU wide receiver at 9 o'clock. Right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Question of the day. I take your toast. On the way next. Stay with us. It's game week for the Aggies, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Aggies take a break from Mountain West Conference play for a trip to New Mexico for a showdown against New Mexico State. Catch all the play-by-play action this Saturday, beginning with the Aggie pregame show at 1. From Monday morning to all the play-by-play action, nobody brings you better coverage of Aggie football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair? It's 2021, and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment, or visit www.utahairmd.com. Question of the day. Wouldn't it be great if Oregon and BYU could play this season to determine which team is... The best in the West. Darren says, well, you could also throw Fresno State and San Diego State into that. No, you can't. Well, Fresno State already got beat by Oregon, and Fresno State beat San Diego State. So you could say, (laughs) we've already seen those games. It's obvious. Fresno lost to Hawaii. Utah State just drilled Hawaii by 47, despite the Rainbows having the best Thursday morning flight ever to the mainland. Critical to rank those. I'm glad he does. <laughs> Get out of town. Oregon State beat Fresno State. <laughs> then Oregon beat him, not Oregon State, sorry. Oregon got him. 
All right, so we got this. Uh, Joshua says, hey, they, you, BYU's got to beat USC. Three more weeks before USC. And Oregon has to beat Utah. Three more weeks before Oregon, Utah. Yes. Count them down. <laughs> so why are we just picking on BYU right now? Those are the two teams that are the they're the two best teams in the West. Go ahead and argue, buttheads. I freaking <laughs> dare you. <laughs> buttheads. Well, it could have gone a little lower, but you know, hey, no. I'm classy. Unlike a high school team in Southern California, we'll get to that in the next break. All right. You wait. It's going to be a doozy. So I'm all about the classy. Nice. I'm nothing if not classy. That would be number seven Oregon and number 17 BYU. They are the highest ranked teams from the West. Of course they are. And and to get top 25 teams playing each other would be great. There's only one game this week matching top 25 teams and CBS took it. It's a big deal. Let's good, do it. Good for you. Set it offset, up. Forcing us to watch the friggin' Broncos. They're the two best teams in the West. It's clear. Everyone has to admit it. How could you not admit it? You just have a total biasy, and I hate biasy. <laughs> biasy? Yes. That doesn't even make sense. It do. No, it doesn't. It do too. Eve came a long way. Heave. I like that. It's a contraction of he have, people. Not as in heave the ball into the end zone. I can't believe that quarterback threw it 65 yards in the air. This is heave. He have the contraction. He have came a long way. I miss him. Heave. Oh. Nope, not that heave. No, that's pole assassin. Boom. Shock the monkey. too good to be true, really, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know what they'll say about those Longhorns. Josh says BYU really doesn't benefit from playing Pac-12 teams. They've got the Big 12 championship to play for. They do benefit or don't benefit? Says they do. BYU really does not benefit playing Pac-12 teams. Talking about, of course they do. That doesn't make any sense. Is this nincompoop Tuesday or what? (laughs) People are trying to dismiss this, and you can't dismiss it. I know. But they want to. You posted it. It must be dismissed. When I bring it, it's because it must be broughten. He's (laughs) broughten. And I have. Them's his facts. Let's see how you can argue. They're the two best teams. Deal with it. I can deal with it, because I'm a cougar, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Fresno's the only other team out here in these two time zones that's uh, ranked. And Oregon got them 31-24. So we settled that. Now let's see Oregon play BYU. Yeah. I think it would be cool to determine who's the best. Because even if BYU loses to SC in the loss column in the Pac-12, they'll have the exact number of losses that the Utes have, provided the Utes run the table. One. Mm-hmm. Yep. Utes carrying that Oregon State loss. Yeah. And maybe, BYU is going to be 4-0 or 4-1. And maybe they can win out. 
and they got a decent chance to win out. Oregon's one of these teams that during the course of the season, during the course of games, they can look good or average, somewhere in between. What do you got for me? They're not a consistently great team. They've won a lot of close games, but they haven't won all the close games. And they're going to be held accountable for that tonight. I suspect when the rankings are released. Yeah, once you have one loss, you are playing into you need help. Uh, have this conference lose that, this these teams lose, whatever it might be, beat each other up as, as you see it. I mean, they were discussing, uh, I was watching, uh, well, it was earlier this morning actually, uh, can the Big Ten be left out of a playoff? Yeah, they can, sure. They have it's been. conceivable. I it's mean, happened. Yeah, can it be this year? Yeah. There's enough quality in that conference that you can get a little bit of a a three-way tie type of thing. I beat you, you beat me, they beat somebody else and all that stuff that creates that. Still a lot of ball left to be decided uh, and possible. I don't think they will, but it's possible. I mean, you have to acknowledge that there's some pretty good teams at the top. And I, I don't have any problem acknowledging that. I mean, you look at some of these budgets, I mean, what they pay. You know, Mel Tucker, he received an enormous raise to go from Colorado to Michigan State. So you better get what you're paying for. They are. Yeah. So far, so good. 8-0 with the dramatic win over Michigan. Sent everybody home happy. Got my Michigan State hoodie on as we speak. Had a kid. (laughs) Bought it at the campus bookstore. That's fun. So... They have an opportunity, but I don't know. It's funny because I don't know that I would consider them the favorite, even though they're undefeated. Going to believe in Ohio State until they get that second loss, huh? It's too much history to look otherwise. You know, too much uh, talent that just flows heavily to the NBA or the NBA, the NFL. That they just produce stars really impactful players in the NFL. And they just, obviously it's a pipeline. You know, it's a question of how many are going to get drafted every single draft. Not if or who, but how many. Right? So you can't argue that. It's basically, I think that when you've got these superpowers, which is what we've created or has been created in college football, it's you know, basically uh, like our legal system, innocent until proven guilty. These teams are great until proven otherwise. They don't have to prove it. BYU, Utah, you have to prove it. And then you may have to prove it again in the same season. Whereas some of these others, and there's just a handful of them, they don't. They already have the assignment starting with the designation of your great before the first game. You will see the the all the way too early college football polls will come out in January and it'll be the same dogs at the top. And it is every year. I think Gonzaga's getting a little bit of that in basketball now. A lot of people are going to pick them number 1. Sports yeah. Illustrated already has the other ones to come out and we'll see that. Right. So they're going to get the benefit of the doubt with and that, them. And that's why one lost Alabama 
in the media poll is ranked in front of undefeated Oklahoma and undefeated Michigan State, even though Michigan State's got that good win over Michigan. Doesn't matter. Bama gets the benefit of the doubt, even though they have a loss. Right. And Ohio State has the benefit of the doubt in front of all the one-loss teams, except for Alabama, and in front of undefeated Wake Forest. You're Ohio State. You're good. There's a handful of teams that have to play they play their way out. Most have to, to play, play their, their way, way in. in. Those um, teams don't. Undefeated Cincinnati has already won at Notre Dame, and Notre Dame's 7-1. But has Cincinnati played its way in yet? No. Will they play their way in with I think five they, more wins? I, I have an excellent chance, yes. I think that because of the fact that there's a Ohio State pedigree there, and it's real close to the campus, so they, you can't get everybody. Uh, so you, There's a lot of yeah, football players in Ohio. There's going to be a residue yeah. that uh, bumped down south a little bit there, that team down south. And, uh, yeah, I think if they keep winning, it's going to be extremely difficult to keep them out. And I want to see them in win, yeah. I would much rather prefer uh, a team on our side, but Fresno beat San Diego the other day, so that get that slapped them with a loss. In a program like that, you get slapped with a loss, forget it, you're out. I don't even know if you would have been in either way. But certainly if you get slapped with a loss... Boom, you're done. The one-loss Mountain West team will not make it. No, no. No one-loss Power 5 team is going to make it. If Cincinnati drops a game to SMU or Houston, and they could play them both. Group of five, not Power 5. Excuse me, yeah. The group of five team, then you're done. It's all over. Right. Right. I would love to see Cincinnati get in. To me, that would be bigger than Utah being the BCS buster. To have because this playoff now is such a big deal. There's so much focus on it, and it was nice when the Utes did it, but it almost seems like that was so long ago that uh, it's like CCNY being good in college basketball. You know, this <laughs> is CCNY. It's uh, where my mother worked uh, for many years. Yeah, well, the Utes were one of eight teams. Here, you'll be one of four teams. This right. is more elite. Right. This is a smaller group. And it seems far more improbable to have it be accomplished than what the Utes did. Here, it just seems like, wow, that would be the ultimate breakthrough if it were to happen. And who wouldn't want it? I mean, I'm going to root for the little guy. Cincinnati seems like they play every Saturday morning our time. Uh, So you're sitting on the couch. Their game's around. on. Yeah, their game's on. Even yeah. if you're watching another game, there aren't that many games on. So the Seems like I've seen them play many times this year, and I have been impressed many times this year. You know, Navy gave them a challenge, so now, now we're supposed to knock them because they didn't win convincingly enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate that. They, I know. They, that's where we're at. Because the Tulane them. game was close in the second quarter. I'll stop it. That, but that's yeah. where we're at with those guys. They, they have to prove it and keep repeatedly proving it. They basically have to prove it every week. Whereas Ohio State has already given the designation of you've already proved it. Now play your way out of it. True story. Meanwhile, Cincinnati won by double digits on the road at a one-loss top 10 team. They gave that top team their only loss. So... If you want Cincinnati in, root for Notre Dame every week so that win doesn't get devalued. Because they, they beat them 24-13. And I don't think it should be devalued. I think it should be placed with extreme high emphasis. That is a big-time quality win any way you slice it, no matter what is going to happen going forward with the Irish. 
And the Irish are a decent team. I mean, maybe, maybe this isn't their best team, what have you. But they're obviously a decent team. And going into Notre Dame is a very difficult task to me. And that's because of bias as a kid. That is, that's the holy grail is the campus, uh, Notre Dame, and the football stadium. That's, I've been to many different places throughout this country, fortunate enough for work. And that, to me, is the most special. I took my parents there to have them see that before, obviously, before they passed. It would be quite the story if I took them after, but I did take them before. But time, the point being, time was running out on them, and I wanted to get that done. I paid for them. They never have any money. I took my parents on vacation. Not the other way, where my parents took me on vacation. No, I took them. I paid for the whole damn thing. Maui, baby. <laughs> oh, they paid for their flights. Oh, they did? Yeah. Yeah, that... Maui and South Bend? South Bend, I popped. And up the coast to Santa Barbara in a convertible. Those are the three good stories you've told. If there's another one, I don't know it. Those are three good trips, though. Up to- uh, I, took, I, I took them to, to Hebrew Valley. In the winter for the ice castles? No. In the summer for golf? No, I actually go up to eat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually two months before my father passed. My mother was already gone. My sister drove him up. It took about 10 hours because he was well in his 80s at that point, And the bathroom breaks were frequent. <laughs> <laughs> Got a town every 45 minutes or so. Uh, I think there was a few side of the roads. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> From what I understand. Wouldn't want to be a hypocrite in that area. And then... The great outdoors. <laughs> and then I rented a uh, Suburban, and we drove up to Bear Lake. And I'm probably going to cry, so I probably shouldn't have said this, but uh, I put Sinatra on, and we screamed it. My father and I, he had memory issues. Not too bad, though, compared to some. But he had some memory issues. Like he asked my wife uh, about me, and he was referencing me as her brother. That was sad. But when I played Sinatra, after uh, we got on the freeway. and we It drove, all came back. We drove up through Utah State, or uh, through Logan. And, oh, yeah. Uh, start spreading the news. Fly me to the moon, in other words. Yeah, he was singing at the top of his lungs. And then we hung out at Bear Lake for a little bit. And then we came back through uh, Wyoming. Had to show him Wyoming Downs. Nice. <laughs> there it is in all its glory. Yeah. I've looked over to the side of the freeway. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Not exactly Del Mar, but, you know. And, no. Uh, or Churchill Downs, for that matter. Uh, but he was a big Notre Dame fan. So for me, I have that bias of... Notre Dame being a special place, and it was and still is a special place as far as I'm concerned. So Cincinnati going in there and winning, yes, you, you, I don't discredit that. I, there's no way. That's what really bugs me when these very good programs, and BYU has been in this case several times. I think Utah has graduated. They're beyond that because those programs that the other team then – has to win and win big, or somehow that discredits you. That, that sort of drives me nuts. All you can do is go into the place and beat team whoever it is. The Bearcats do that. They go into South Bend. They win the ball game. Now, if Notre Dame struggles to beat whomever, North Carolina State or whoever it might be, see, Cincinnati, you're not that good. That seems so bogus to me. And that's college football. 
<laughs> it's just the way it is. And it's the big turnoff. Yeah. Wake Forest runs the table in the ACC. They're going to let them in? That's where it comes down to. The Big Ten champ will get in. The SEC champ will get in. No, because Clemson isn't good this year compared to Clemson standards. So Wake Forest wins every game. You're not good enough. No, because Wake because Clemson isn't good enough this year. That's weak. You got a 14 playoff. I thought all the undefeateds would be in. Why? Because you don't usually have that many undefeateds. Yeah, but see, you're but so, they're going to take care of one loss teams. You're pure. I am. Thank you. And I'm you glad you brought it that up. As, well, it's never been in doubt. Oh, sure, it has. Uh, not to those folks who are in their cars right now. To, <laughs> to Yak and I, it has been. Oh, okay, that's but the difference. My bad. To that's Scotty, to Jake Scott, to Hands, yeah. I mean, and now the new guys in the afternoon, they'll learn. No, I'm sure Scott Mitchell knows. Your He's savvy. impurity. Uh, <laughs> but My them impurity. out there, they think you are. <laughs> and so <laughs> you have to understand college football and the playoff is a TV show. Yeah, there it is. So let's bring in Ohio State and Alabama. Right, because it is designed for the television stations and networks who own the rights to all that stuff to get the most money that they can. So it's not first and foremost an athletic endeavor. <laughs> it isn't. ESPN's over here. <clears throat> Wake we, would lo- we would like to think it is, but Wake Forest? Come on, man. Outside of Tim Duncan and Chris Paul, what can you do? And, of course, we know Rusty LaRue, but other than those guys. Nice. Good pull. That was good. <laughs> Who knows anything about Wake Forest? Random jazz dude from 20 years ago. (laughs) For some reason, I knew he played at Wake Forest. Nice. That's my sick brain. Uh, But other than that, what do you know? You don't know jack about anything else that they've ever done. So they're not a big enough name. So TV folks don't want them. That Those are facts. They can't ever say it. But it is a TV show. It is not a pure athletic competition. The college football is not, nor I'm not sure it'll ever be that way for that matter. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. Frank Dolce, you the insider, coming up at the top of the hour. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It's a Friday night edition of Utah football as the Utes hit the road to square off against David Shaw and the Stanford Cardinal in a key Pac-12 battle. Catch the Ute pregame show Friday night with a postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference. Nobody brings you better coverage of Ute football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Football Fridays are presented by Mountainland Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. So I got a freaking story This is absolutely appalling. Just shocking. When I first seen this, as they say up here, I thought, you got to be kidding me. I actually thought it was a basketball story. Well, I'm glad you brought it to the show. Yes. So there's two high schools in the city of Inglewood, the city of champions. Inglewood High School. And Morningside. Yes. Morningside is uh, Byron Scott went there, Eldon Campbell, Lisa Leslie. Uh, once scored, I was working a desk shift, the Daily Breeze, and uh, the coaches would call in as they do. Here, I assume, I don't know how they get it anymore, but uh, back in the day, you'd call in the score, 
And Lisa won game, famous, famous lady basketball player, obviously. Uh, scored like 106 points in one game. I remember taking work in the desk, and I didn't take the call, but it became a big deal. And instead of giving a little thing that we would do in the roundup, we bumped it up to the uh, front page. Smart move. Uh, so there's two, two high schools, Inglewood and Morningside, right? And that's where the LA Forum is, and that's where the new football stadium is. It's off the 405 there. And uh, so they were playing in the uh, last game of the regular season, I think it was, Inglewood versus Morningside in football. After the first quarter, Inglewood, whose quarterback, Justin Martin, just committed to UC Los Angeles. Justin Martin, keeping the, remember that name for down the line. We'll see how it pans out. And so obviously he's pretty good to uh, they commit to the to go play for well, Chip Kelly's still there, but anyway. So after the first quarter, Inglewood leads fifty nine to zero. Eight touchdowns and a field goal in a twelve minute quarter. Yeah. Final score. This is the Lisa Leslie reference because I think it was the exact same number. Englewood, Morningside has zero. And if you would have taken or given Morningside 105 points, you would have won. Because the final score was 106 to zero. So they called off the dogs, kind of, sort of. They're up 104 to nothing. They went for two. They go for friggin' Two. Martin threw 13 touchdown passes. They're 104 to zero, and you go for two. Classless. Oh, my goodness. Morningside coach Brian Collins said they're classless. Their entire organization. I hate everything about them. Nice. They're fans. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, what? Where have I heard this before? <laughs> he did say it's it was a classless move. Morningside coach Brian Max Collins said Saturday. Unfreaking believable. Now Inglewood has seven players who've committed to play college football. Each and every one of them, as Kyle Woodingham would say, he loves the each and every. He does. Are all transfers. Oh, really? <laughs> Recruited themselves a nice little uh, JC football team. If I'm the other team, I'm freaking furious. That has to be the worst move of sportsmanship that I've ever, ever heard of in my backyard. I've been to both of these schools. The Inglewood Unified School District, which oversees both schools. Yes, it does. Quote, saddened beyond words by the events. Yeah. The district provi- promises a full investigation. Did you go for two? Oh, yeah, it's on the game phone. Okay, investigation complete. What are you <laughs> doing? Complete. Come on. And Collins, he's a new coach. So he met the team first week of the season, the, the, a couple days leading into the season. So he responds with, for Inglewood, go play St. John Bosco and Modern Day. Nice. Now those are two powerhouses in that area, St. John Bosco and the Long Beach area. 
modern day has sent a lot of quarterbacks to USC. Not to mention a lot of other players. Yeah, I, w- I would need a program to look it up. But yeah. I mean, I can't remember them all. Uh, yeah, that that is just awful. The coach, Inglewood coach, USA Today, reached out to the coach, Mill Vaughn, capital M-I-L, apostrophe, capital V-O-N, James. Typical. Have you ever met anybody with the last name James who has class outside of Paul? I know I haven't. Way to rescue Paul there at the last second. That was good. Paul was a very classy man. I was honored. Uncle Paul's a legend, okay? Paul James nominated me to receive the Wooden Award vote in the state of Utah. And I, I literally was honored that he thought enough of me to recommend me to take that over. And this is obviously going back many, many years. And that I voted on all that stuff, but that's the only one that I've maintained. Because Paul James recommended me. So, yeah, you never, you didn't even want me to be hired, let alone recommend me for anything. It's not quite true, but okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could say I could, I could, I could have a part time producer job. You're right. But th- th- this is just atrocious, man. Up 104 to nothing, and you go for two. So, Milvon James. Doesn't say, I'd have to click on the Daily Breeze because I'm sure they're all over it because those two schools are in the circulation area. Uh, And I'm looking at the USA Today piece. James coached at another Los Angeles high school but was fired after the 2016 season for using ineligible players. This is disgusting. Just to give you an idea, I think Morningside and and Englewood are maybe three miles apart. Mm Mm-hmm. The Lakers, this is how how ancient it was just a while ago in the 80s. The Lakers practiced at Inglewood. If you wanted to go get interviews with the Lakers, you had to stand outside the road there in Inglewood until they opened the gym. And they, play, they practiced at Inglewood High School. Times have changed, PK. <laughs> Times have changed. We're only going back. This is in the 90s now. This is not that. I mean, Magic Johnson was there, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's where they would practice because it was close to uh, the form, uh, right, right down the street. And yeah, dude, now dude, everybody's got practice uh, yeah. complexes in their arena or on a separate piece of real estate. Yeah, like yeah, jazz. and they have guarded the sons gates are in their arena, right? I think they built underneath. It in. Although I think they 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 uh, bought a thing off 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 site off site, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's it. I, I can't believe that, and that's just completely and totally unacceptable. How could you possibly do that? Why would you think that's a good idea? I want more details. How did they get to fifty nine in the first quarter? Must be pick sixes and kickoff returns I, or punt. The returns only thing game. I could think is uh, they were playing BYU like defense in the first quarter. Their quarterback threw 13 touchdown yeah. passes. And he's committed to play for Chip Kelly. Yep, UCLA. Uh, it's just shocking. If you have a, I was going to say a better example of poor sportsmanship, but it actually would be worse, I would love to hear it. It would have to be awful. All right, DJ and PK, Frank Dolce is coming up next. Our Ute Insider, and we'll be talking BYU football
coming up at 9 o'clock with Dylan Colley. Yock, what do you want to give away at 830? Well, I just got the word from Scott Gerard. We're giving away a pair of jazz tickets at both 830 and 930 this morning. All right. Tonight's game. Stay tuned for that. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.